0: Hello, and welcome to the Psychic Wave Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Sanishin, and on this podcast, we have the lead singer of the Aqua Dolls, Melissa Brooks. So, I had Melissa over by the studio to do the podcast, and we talked a lot about her newest album that she wrote, recorded, performed all on her own. It's 18 fucking songs. That's incredible. I can't even believe... She was able to put out that many songs uh, for one record. And we talk a lot about that. We also do a fan Q&A. Some fans sent in some messages that they uh wanted me to ask Melissa through our Instagram, and uh, she answered them. So we got a fan Q&A, and we also talk a lot about the constant sexual harassment that she gets as uh, being a girl who likes... Fashion and is in a band. as you can imagine, uh, it's it's not really a touchy subject, but it it definitely brings up a lot of different emotions for her and uh, a lot of other people. And we also kind of got the vibe that it's kind of annoying for her to have to always talk about it. but we touch on that and uh, go over that in great detail and much more. I actually met Melissa Brooks at the Continental Room here in Fullerton, which I frequent quite a lot. And uh, she was a friend with one of my friends, Sid. Sid is Butte geek. She uh, does makeup and uh, she's <laughs> she did my makeup once for the podcast. It was pretty funny. But yeah, so I didn't really know who she was. I knew that she had some kind of following and that... Uh, people were interested in what she was doing. Uh, You know when there's somebody that kind of has a a good following going, you see people looking at them and uh, you kind of notice more eyes are focused on them than maybe the average Joe. And uh, so I was introduced to her and she uh, said that I actually gave her a Psychic Wave t-shirt a long time ago at a show that I was throwing and that she wears it all the time. So I was super stoked on that. She said she'd love to come on the podcast, and I said I'd love to have you, so we did it. All right, this podcast is brought to you by Pocket Rocket. Pocket Rocket's mission is to create the most comfortable underwear on the market at an affordable price. It doesn't matter what you've got going on down there, they've got something for you. With over a thousand different styles and cuts, Pocket Rocket has you covered. Go to PocketRocketUndies.com right now and enter offer code PSYCHICWAVE, to receive 15% off your first order, as well as free shipping. Pocket Rocket is so confident you'll love their undies that they offer a 30-day risk-free trial. If you're not satisfied with the product, they'll send you a full refund and let you keep the underwear. Pocket Rocket Undies, protecting your junk since 2012. So, uh, if you guys stay tuned after the podcast, we've got a new song for you that Psychic Wave just released. It was written and recorded by yours truly last weekend. I wanted to see what I could knock out in a short amount of time, and uh, I was extremely happy with how it came out. Also, Psychic Wave is a podcast, band, and merchandising company that specializes in screen printing. We've done shirts for some of my favorite bands like Bundy, The Number 44, Fellow Robot... Hell is a City, It's Butter, and much more. If you'd like to get a quote on merch, send us an email at psychicwaveusa at gmail.com. All right. I'm going to keep it short for you guys on this intro. That way you guys don't get super annoyed of me. I know you want to hear what Melissa has to say, and uh, I just I had an, an amazing time hanging out with her and picking her brain and uh, seeing what it's like... <laughs> to get in the head of that fame monster (laughs) anyway we had a good time chatting shared some beers and uh what am i even telling you this for you'll hear it it's coming up right now so here is my podcast with melissa brooks lead singer of the aqua dolls enjoy We're doing it. You're in the podcast now. I'm here. Welcome to your first podcast.
1: Very excited to be here. How's it feel? Feels like
0: heaven. Feels like heaven?
1: Oh, yeah. Jeez. I know. It
0: doesn't feel like that for me.
1: I have a really weird view of what heaven is, I guess. What's heaven to you? This. Being here at this podcast.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I'm honored. You should be. Just How kidding. was your first uh, game of darts?
1: It was very exciting. Um, I did, did some math pretty exciting to do that um through some things a lot
0: of first tonight for you
1: truly yeah first podcast first dart game
0: and you won your first game we won well we won
1: yeah team dart uh, masters master of darts master of darts yeah good team
0: the other team that we were playing uh they were close but no cigar. they were close yeah but no cigar i wanted to be i wanted our team name to be uh, Master of Pu or Master of Puppies because Ooh. What w- what was your team name, Sid? Lord.
1: Puppy Lords? Puppy Lords. Ah. They were Puppy Lords, so Master uh, of Puppies would have been a good Master of Puppies. Metallica reference. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't really like Metallica. I don't either, but yeah, I know that. I know my that's my the album. Eight thousand million people in the world just like cringed because I yeah. said I don't like Metallica.
1: I mean I'm not I'm not opposed to them. I like I like some of their songs, but I don't like all of I
0: them. I liked them in junior high. Yeah. Like, and then I grew up. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I didn't grow up with them, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, like, they were always playing on the radio and stuff, but I don't know.
0: What kind of music did you grow up listening to?
1: Ooh, everything. I'm all over the place. I was very pop, very old school, very new school, everything from Britney Spears to No Doubt. No Doubt. uh, To, like, you know, those are my queens, like, Britney, Gwen, Christina, Avril. And then like pop I love old icons, yeah. Of those the are my early two pop- thousands. Yeah, yeah. I live for that. And then also like oldies. I love the Beach Boys, the Doors, Jimi Hendrix. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So kind of all over the place. Whole Nirvana.
0: How'd you get into that sort of stuff? Was it your parents?
1: Parents. Yeah, they were always playing the CDs when I was little and making me listen to that when the car. So I just <laughs> grew to love it, and I did.
0: Nice. Were they both cool ones, or was like one of your parents the music one?
1: They both love music, um just different kinds, and my mom would be always be playing like Selena and like Santana.
0: Oh, that's right, because your mom's
1: she's Hispanic, yeah, yeah. so I grew up that was like her side, and then my dad is more into the blues and rock and roll. mm-hmm.
0: that's sad stuff:
1: Yeah, that's sad stuff. the edgy stuff.
0: the edgy stuff
1: mm-hmm. edgy
0: <sighs> my My parents were really into music. Well, my dad played in bands and stuff. But my my mom not as much. She liked the Beatles. Yeah, and that was like her cool thing.
1: We love the Beatles in my house. Like we have a giant freaking Beatles poster in my living room. We have like a coffee table book of the Beatles with like. Mm. Their What's the poster? Of? It's the it's a black and white picture. There it's like like probably like sixty four Beatles, like the the Beatles short. Bangs do with a suit, black suit and tie, mm. and they're all walking down the street, and like Paul's in the middle, and he's like,
0: a "Hard Day's Night" era, kinda? yes, Alright. Uh,
1: yes, totally. Yeah,
0: I dig it. I yeah. dig it. I can't believe my auntie; she says she doesn't care for the Beatles, and I'm like, "You're mm. going
1: to burn in hell." Yeah, I mean, like oh John Lennon's like a not a good person, but but I mean, the other ones yeah. they made they, they they did it. They they may have good songs. Think about the
0: person he uh hitched up with. You know what I mean. Oh. I mean, it says a lot, yeah. It says a lot about you if that's who you pick as a partner. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was reading this book um, titled Laurel Canyon, and it was about Laurel Canyon. Sick. And, (laughs) yeah. And uh, there was this, uh, back then they were called waitresses, now they're called servers. But uh, this waitress at the Rainbow Room, and John Lennon would come in, and she said he was just a fucking asshole. He would come in and get super drunk and yell and say shit like, Do you know who the fuck I am? Ew, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Bye. And at the time, like Jim Morrison was going there. The moms and Papas were going there. Like mm-hmm. lots of people were going there. But yeah. John Lennon was a different breed. Man. It's a very different look at the whole like peace and love guy. Mm-hmm. That's not who he was. But. That's not who anybody is completely.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm a bad guy sometimes.
1: I I can be a bad guy too. Yeah.
0: Anybody can be a bad guy.
1: Yeah. But I like to be a good guy. But with all
0: the fame and the money and the alcohol and Mm -hmm. the drugs that were going around.
1: Mm -hmm. I was the 60s, man. I was too lit.
0: I understand the way he was acting. Not very cool, though.
1: No, not cool. Not cool in my book.
0: (laughs) So... um. You have a good amount of followers.
1: I yeah, I try.
0: You try. When did that happen? Cause, it, Cause there's always usually like a boom.
1: The boom happened honestly with our first my band's first album, the Stoked on You album, came out in two thousand thirteen, mm-hmm. and then in two thousand fourteen it was re released through Burger Records, and yeah, we were playing like a lot of big festivals. Like what year was this? Uh, twenty fourteen. And, yeah, I was doing, like, Volcom stuff and, like, like American apparel modeling, like, random stuff like that. Oh. And that's how, like, the following started to grow was around that time. And it's, it's like, it's a sustained and, like, grown, like, since then. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the Burger burger putting out or re-releasing it. Mm-hmm. Or did you have traction on that before Burger put it out?
1: Um, Because Burger so must
0: have released. noticed it.
1: Well, I I met with Burger in 2012 because I would intern for them, and I would like ride my scooter over every day in between <laughs> classes because I was at Cal State Fullerton. Mm-hmm. So I would ride my scooter from Cal State all the way to Burger, and then like when I had a two hour gap, I would like vacuum for them and like fold their tapes and like help them. And then I was like, I have this band, we're awesome, you're gonna love us, like it's a <laughs> CD. And then they p- ended up putting out um, our we are free EP. Back. they did a cassette in like 2013 mm-hmm. so that's how we got connected with them and then i was still like doing self-release stuff like on Bandcamp and soundcloud and then um they they like knew about the album and everything but it just took a little longer for them to get the vinyl and stuff made so that's why it sure. was a year later
0: it's pretty cool man this shows dedication you're like i'm gonna go down there do whatever needs to be done Put in that elbow grease, vacuum some floors.
1: Elbow grease, Show them that grease. I care. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, what are you doing later, Melissa? Oh, you know me, going down a burger. Just doing whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, lots of, okay, so you have a much bigger following than I have. You have about 30,000 <laughs> at this date and time. <laughs> and uh, I have about 6,000.
1: Not bad, not too shabby. Not bad, not, not too shabby. shabby. Somebody at be.
0: Burger, some uh, customer in there was like, oh yeah, I play bass for this one. He was just chatting me up and he was like, you got an Instagram, you should follow us. I was like, for sure. And he's like, what's your name? And I was like, the psychic wave. And then he types it in and he goes, oh, you got clout. Ah! And I was like, no, I do not, <laughs> dude. What are you talking about?
1: I I hate that word. I do too. It but my
0: my point to it was that this guy, came up to me and or or people come up to me in general and they're like, So how do you how do you like get your in? How do you get a foot in the door and get things going? And it's always different stories. Mm-hmm. Like you were vacuuming and interning for yeah. burger. Yeah. And uh I was bored <laughs> and I decided I have music equipment. Why not talk to bands? Yeah. It, there's, you just got to like make the effort. Most of the time, it was me going out to shows and buying beers for bands that I thought were really good. Mm-hmm. Like That's pretty sick. Small time stuff. and uh, You
1: got me some beers. I'm pretty stoked.
0: I did. Akate, 18 for 14 bucks.
1: I'm three beers deep, so if I say funny things, I'm sorry. Sorry, mom. That's
0: the perfect amount of beer to start a podcast.
1: Mm-hmm, I agree.
0: When you got here, things were a little... Brrr. Just like you know, we were yeah. in our different I'm pretty, worlds. I'm pretty
1: awkward, so
0: I was dealing with some stuff too. Stuff, and then we have a beer, and a beer warms you up.
1: Yeah, get a little warm in the tummy, and a then warm two in beers, the
0: heart. two beers, you're getting a little, little warm in the heart, a little warm in the heart. This is totally off like subject, but I was thinking of the word warm, mm-hmm. and you can spell out warm by using. All words. Double U. Y-O-U. R-A-R-E-M. A-M. You kind of got to stretch for the M. Ooh. But W-A-R-M.
1: You're not wrong. You're so right. Whoa. Okay. 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 Okay.
0: Okay. Whoa. We're not high. It sounded <laughs> like a high thought. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> But anyway, my, my point that I was trying to get back to is that like, you know it's pretty cool how people like get their start. Mm-hmm. Your start was vacuuming, yeah. at Burger, mm-hmm. and just having the balls to put yourself out there. Oh,
1: that's I have I have big balls in there, all for big music. Balls. Yeah,
0: and that's like when somebody asks me, "What do you do to get your foot in the door?" You kind of just got to like take
1: chances. You got to do it. You just got to go for it. Yeah. You know?
0: So I got a few questions on my Instagram, and people were like, "Ask Melissa." Oh, I think this was your question, Sid. Or, I don't know. There were a few that were, like...
1: Oh, those um, Instagram questions? I'm excited. Yeah, let me pull
0: up these questions for you. So, a few people called in, and they were, like... Or not called in. Oh, my God. (laughs) I sound so old school. Like, I'm doing a (laughs) call-in show.
1: Old school radio show. Yeah.
0: And, uh, sorry, we can... Like we can't hear you. We know you're saying words over there. Sid, Sydney
1: at Beauty Geek is in the corner on the chair, and Wabi Sabi is also on the chair in the corner. Go follow them on you guys. the couch. Yeah, couch friends. Hi. Oh.
0: All right. So yeah. we go, let's let's w- find these questions. W- w. Oh oh, I gotta go on my archive. What Shit. are the
1: questions? Go on your archive.
0: I might not be able to find yeah. them. Now. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold your horses.
1: Horses are being okay. held.
0: So, first question: Are you guys gonna come to Australia?
1: Hell yeah, <laughs> I'm down. I'm just like I'm broke right now, so I don't have money to like fly. But GoFundMe, like, yeah, please donate to my GoFundMe, and it'll help a lot. It'll help us go on tour and stuff.
0: That question is from Seaweed underscore Paintbrushes.
1: Shout out to you, Seaweed underscore Paintbrushes. You rule. I promise to come to Australia just for you very soon.
0: Nice. So, uh, Butte Geek actually asked, advice you would give yourself starting out?
1: Ooh, don't take crap from anyone. Don't let anyone tell you no. You know your brand and your vision the best. Do it. Just do it. Don't be afraid of what people think of you. Don't be scared. Just go for it.
0: Did you know your brand and your vision when you were first starting out, though? Because I feel like it takes a while to find its legs.
1: It, it's evolved definitely okay. over the years it started like we've started on tumblr when tumblr was really popular in like 2012 2013 oh, yeah. that was and we were like very popular on tumblr those were the
0: good years man
1: so it was kind of like that 420 alien pizza waves oh aesthetic. Yeah. like that was yeah. like the beach goth. like my old username was beach goth mel so mm-hmm. like i was very like into like that kind of stuff and i feel like the brand has kind of evolved into something a little, like, I don't want to say darker, but like m- a little more edgier. It's more gothy, I would say. Yeah, like a little, like, it's not goth, but like, I, I'm big on colors and I feel like the first, like the, v- we are free, he v- 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 was very pink and then the stoked on, was very blue, oceany, beachy. And then the gym, the deception, the latest album is very black and red, so which is funny
0: like- because that album starts out with such a sweet song. Mm-hmm. And uh, it threw me for a loop. like when i think of black and red i think of like heavy and you know
1: so it's it's interesting so i'm not saying that's a bad thing no no no. because i really
0: like the song hollywood a lot
1: so there's like a darker message behind it so the first half of the album is the dream okay and the dream is represents the black half like my album cover Mm -hmm. it's like a visual representation of what the album means so like it has like a black side and a red side and the black side is the dream and it starts off as a good dream hollywood is the first song on the album Mm -hmm. it's the most positive and very like family i wrote that song about my mom so i figured yeah 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 yeah. so it's like a mama like love like i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna be a star and like no fear nothing like you know you're gonna do it and then the dream starts to turn more into a nightmare and then Mm -hmm. it ends more on a darker note with bleach and songs like that that are more like mad and like angry and passive um and then the deception side is more like it's all sad. yeah and i'm like damn you ever think about life before i think about life all the time
0: it's intense yeah for sure
1: it really is
0: well, so the advice you would give yourself starting out is just follow what you think is right. Follow yeah, your vision. Yeah. And it'll find its legs, but don't let anybody give you any shit.
1: Never. No. Like, you You know yourself best. butte Geek also wants to know,
0: <laughs> what would you have done differently in the music scene?
1: A lot of things. But also, no regrets. No regrets. Because... I, I don't know. I wouldn't really change anything because I always say, oh, I wish I didn't do this or I wish I didn't do that. But it brought me to where I am today. So, no take backs. No take backs. No, it made, they're all learning lessons. The journey every, is Every the best mistake part. or regret, whatever I may have, is a learning lesson. So, I try to take bad things and make something positive out of it and know not to do that again.
0: <sighs> That's fucking life, man. Yeah. I'm doing that all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. Same. I almost
0: don't like learning lessons mm-hmm. because then I can't, like, get away with it again. Yeah. Like, I'll feel myself doing something wrong or fucking up, and I'm like, I got to actually put in work now because I know that I can't be doing this the way I'm doing it, but it all works out for the best. Yes. I guess the self-awareness is the good thing, but yeah. it's fucking hard.
1: It's so hard. Ugh. Yeah real talk let's end this
0: podcast
1: (laughs) good night it's too tough (laughs) it's too hard (laughs) i'm gonna go crying
0: (laughs) all right we got a question from bundy lbc hey he wants to know what's the best way to ship drugs in the mail
1: uh first of all shout out lbc i was born in long beach uh long beach community hospital so shout out lb snoop dog yuki um ship drugs what what was the question? Ship drugs. What more? is the best way to ship drugs in the mail? Um, I've never done this. Oh God, knock on wood. I've never done this, but um, I mean, <laughs> mm. Pick a carrier. Okay, so so like, I've mailed grinders. Like, I sold Aqua grinders at one point. Okay, and I would just say that they were buttons, and you just wrap it in bubble wrap. They can't like look. You can't. It.
0: There's but. But there's no it's not illegal to sell a grinder. You could yeah. say it's for tobacco use. Yeah,
1: or for spices or whatever. Yeah, sure. You know? But drugs I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what kind. If it smells like here's a story that I can mm. uh,
0: that I can tell. Mm-hmm. Because
1: maybe put it in an Easter egg.
0: Mm. Mm. I see what you,
1: I see where you're uh, going. With what's that. it called? The little egg well, not the Easter egg, the the confetti stuff. No, 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 no. It comes Peeps. in a chocolate.
0: Oh, the mm, yeah, chocolate mm, bunnies.
1: Mm, 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 what? No, not the chocolate bunnies. No. What are you talking about? It's like a chocolate egg, Kinder Egg. Oh a yeah, kinder yeah. Egg. Put in the Kinder Egg. The they have they have ones in America that are uh, that are yeah. legal, but they um, have like the the Canadian ones are way better because yeah. they're illegal.
0: Um, so my aunt, she already got caught up for this, so I can say it. Ooh. <laughs> but back in Texas, mm. she um was a drug dealer. Oof. And I remember playing darts one morning at her house after a big party. We were all smoking weed. It was mostly just smoking. There wasn't much drinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a knock on the door. I answer the door. It's a UPS guy. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And he goes, oh, I got a package for, uh, insert auntie's yeah. name here. She comes out. He opens his box, and it's just a brick of weed. Just a huge brick uh-huh. of weed. And I'm like, damn, how- Oh my auntie's the town drug dealer sick. <laughs> it was a small town, but um so Bundy uh either don't ship drugs is what Melissa's saying i
1: would i would say don't
0: I would say don't, yeah, and there's then,
1: probably uh, someone closer to you but, but also don't do drugs be good, be good uh, winky face I think uh all right well well, just in case my mom hears this, okay. <laughs> well,
0: your mom can think I'm a bad guy. And so I'll say. I'm a good
1: noodle, I promise. I've
0: done my fair share of drugs. <laughs> and I feel the same way. No regrets. They've taught me a lot of things. But it's so easy to slip down mm-hmm. the rabbit hole. Yeah. And, like, just throw your life away. Yeah. Because it feels good while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. It feels really good until it doesn't. Yeah. And uh, so, Bundy, don't ship drugs. Don't do it. Don't do it.
1: Don't do it. Be careful.
0: Chief Mojo Ryzen, my buddy Mike of hey the Mike. band Iris.
1: Ooh, shout out Iris. Shout out Mike.
0: He wants to know nacho cheese or Cool Ranch.
1: Ooh, oh. mm, I grew up with the Cool Ranch. I grew mm-hmm. up with it. Um, But if I have nacho cheese, I won't say no. I mean, it's good. <laughs> they're, they're both really good, but like.
0: Doritos for the win.
1: Doritos, yeah. I would always buy the blue Doritos, though, when I was little.
0: Me too. They were cooler to buy.
1: I just like the taste. But then I no, really like the spice. I like the green one, Oh, yeah. The, the sp- green, this, yeah. the spicy one. Yeah, salsa verde. Good. Yeah, yeah. Oof, Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Mm-hmm. That
0: really is the one. Do Make that with just... some pico de gallo.
1: Ooh, Ooh some guac, some <sighs> salsa. Cheese. A little bit of sriracha. We
0: should just stop this podcast yeah, and go let's eat. Let's get some
1: snacks. Let's go to the grocery store.
0: I swear we're not high. I promise. No. We're no, acting no, very no. stonerish.
1: No, yeah. This is like munchy talk right now.
0: All right. Narlord lord hey wants to know what made you change your major
1: i i'm a dropout i dropped out of college <gasps> um i went from undeclared to film because of Narlord because of alec oh I, is he, that why he asked that yeah i totally did um so i would i think i posted on twitter like when i was a college freshman i was like someone meet me at this panera bread uh-huh and alec came and that's how i met for him. what
0: what do you mean? Just you?
1: I posted on Twitter, like, I'm at Panera Bread. And then he, like, replied. And then I think I messaged him and was like, you should come. And then he came. Yeah. And then we ended up, like, being friends. And then he told me about the film department. And then I was a film major, like, all of my college.
0: So the answer is?
1: Film. Th- yeah. No, it's Alec. Oh, Alec. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Alec yeah. Made you changed it. Yeah, it was Alec.
0: You know what's funny? One thing that Alec. I do have to say about Alec is he has just... No fear. Mm-hmm. He just does stuff. He doesn't. Some I ran- remember
1: I saw him, uh, I think last June, it was Day of Music Fullerton, and he was drunk, and he had like a beer, maybe two beers in each hand, and he was riding a bike with a big ass <laughs> hat on, and he was so gone, and I don't know how he was riding bike, because he wasn't even holding the handlebars. He just had a beers, and he was just like, whoop, 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 going around the, the, the city, and I was just like, go, Alec. That's my boy. Go, Alec. He's
0: got skills. He does. All my boys have hidden skills. I admire that. He can that. hold two beers, ride a bike, be blacked out, in a big hat. Mm-hmm. Skills.
1: Yeah. No wor- No problem, no, no worries. All good.
0: As Napoleon Dynamite says, mm. girls love guys with skills.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They also love people that keep um, tater tots in their pockets. Fuck yeah. Get your own tater tots. Always and forever.
0: Break the wrist, walk away. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go, Alec. R- rosa.moon.music says Hi. how do you keep yourself motivated on days you feel unmotivated slash want to give up
1: i write a song about it i tried to i i have a lot of days like that especially when i'm out lo- alone like when i hang out with my friends like i feel really good but at times that i am at home i get really depressed and I feel unmotivated and I feel like I'm going nowhere and I'm like, why am I doing this? And then I feel like really suicidal and bad. I'm like, don't do anything bad. Write a song about it. So then I open my computer. I open GarageBand. I make a little (laughs) beat and then I just like loop it and then I'll just like talk or like make up something on the spot and then Mm -hmm. it'll turn into a song or I try to write a poem about it. But I always try to take my negative and make something positive and creative out of that. Right. And it can be either a sad song or a happy song or whatever. It, like, comes from that. But I do, that happens a lot, and I always try to make the best out of the situation.
0: So I think that's great advice, excuse me. But as somebody that writes music myself and has bad days myself, there are some bad days where I can't even start to write a song mm-hmm. and on those days i'm super lazy super indulgent usually try to I, don't know, I end up sleeping a lot yeah or drinking sad naps yeah sad naps yeah and i have my own personal way of getting out of those and mm-hmm. i'm sure you have those too mm-hmm. but like on those days what gets you to actually get up and write a song
1: It takes a low point to get to that. So,
0: is it guilt? Like, for me, it's guilt. Like, Mm -hmm. I almost feel like, oh my god, you're being such a shit human right now. Mm -hmm. Get the fuck up. Yeah, it's something like that. it's almost like, I can't let myself be that bad of a person.
1: Yeah. I feel like, especially with social media, I feel like that has a lot to do with, like, it makes me sad sometimes, um because certain posts like won't engage as much or whatever and then i'm like no one cares about me i'm a flop and i get all sad and then like but obviously like i have other problems too like personal issues and stuff that i go through but like i don't know i'll have like degrassi days where i just like sit in bed all day long and like in the dark and i just watch degrassi on my phone and i feel like crap but then i'll be like i'll get so low, and i'm just like Oh man. Get a get a piece of paper, get your notebook. Get your notebook just write, 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 write. And I try to I just try I try to write even if I can't even make up words, I'll like try to make a riff on my guitar or something. Mm-hmm. Like I try I always try to, to get like, do something, something done. Yeah, like something try to accomplish something out of the darkness. Right. Make something good out of it.
0: Do you do like therapy or anything like that?
1: Um, I've tried therapy, but it didn't really work for me.
0: Yeah, I did it when I was 10. And even at 10 years old, I realized, oh, I'm just telling somebody how I feel. Yeah. And they're telling me positive ways to get out of it. Yeah. Like, I get it. And at 10, I was just like, yeah, but it doesn't, I feel the same way about like therapy, how I feel about like addiction, Mm -hmm. where it's like, you can talk all you want about it, Mm -hmm. but you're never going to stop until you want to stop. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. So wh- why do you think uh, therapy didn't work for you? Uh, I mean, because I feel the same way. It didn't really work for me. When I went
1: to therapy, I went about a year and a half ago because I was dealing with a lot of stuff with my band and, like, losing my, my boyfriend. Like, a bunch of stuff happened in my personal life that affected my career. And mm-hmm. I went to therapy, and I told this lady my life story and all my problems, and all she had to say was, would you like to try Zoloft? Uh and you know there's nothing wrong with antidepressants and you know if that that works for certain people but for me it was like i had told her all these things and like she would just immediately like oh we'll take this pill and like there's like you know like it's it's not for everyone like for certain people that's great and like you know you need to take your medication it's very important i take allergy meds so like yeah but like for me specifically it just kind of like let me down but at the same time i used that therapy session as motivation to want to like be more open with my friends right and open up more and tell more more stories because like i mean i met sid like a year and a half ago two years ago and before her like i didn't have many friends at all i was just with my when i was with my ex my ex was in my band and i would only be with him So I wasn't used to like having friends and opening up and sharing my feelings wasn't something I knew how to do or felt comfortable doing. Yeah. So like it's very new to me being open about stuff and talking about my feelings because usually I just literally will just journal and keep it to myself. So now I'm trying to be more vocal and especially on social media too. Like if I'm not feeling well, I'll post about it sometimes, but I don't want to be like dramatic, but I'll be like, I feel this way. But I know a lot of people feel this way too and mm-hmm. I'm going to try to make something positive out of this bad situation and like It's good that good. you
0: uh post that stuff on social media. I think one of the things that social media can do for us is show us how humans really are. Like mm-hmm. I follow people that are in Japan.
1: Yeah, same.
0: I have no idea. Like I I would have never known what their life was like before that. Mm-hmm. And now I have this inside look at what they're doing and how they feel and it shows me that they're closer to me than i originally thought but i think correct me if i'm wrong there's an obligation that you may feel as a woman to show what it's really like to exist mm-hmm. and doing that through social media especially with you know a following mm-hmm. feels like giving back and like you know you wish somebody would have done that for you as well and um, it's not just limited to women. I think that guys are underrepresented in that field too. Guys are only allowed to be, you know, super tough and yeah, super cool. Yeah, like
1: hiding the sensitivity and stuff like that. And that's why I Which, love having
0: this podcast because yeah. I can tell people that I feel like shit mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. And although I can tell people on the podcast, I can't really talk about it with my friends. Mm-hmm. And... uh do you ever get that feeling like you can be more open on the internet because of the anonymity of it all
1: um possibly i mean i'm i'm pretty close with my friends and like once you know me i'm very no filter okay and i'm like that on social media as well i feel like especially on twitter
0: oh i'm (laughs) not on twitter
1: okay yeah my twitter is pretty wild
0: (laughs) my twitter (laughs) was used only to post the the really drunk thoughts I had that I thought were funny but weren't funny.
1: Me too. So, same. I still do it though.
0: I had one where it was like, mullets were a power move, and that was the whole tweet. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like, they, I'd rather fuck a dead shark than a live shark.
2: Mm, that's bestial. Would, would you rather
0: fuck a dead shark or a live shark? I would
1: not fuck any animal, shark. But, but no. if you had
0: to fuck a shark, would you rather it be dead or alive?
1: Oh uh, no, no!
0: I'm a human. I'm lonely. A human. No. Oh boy, it's been a you're long lonely. Time for me.
1: <laughs> oh boy, I have Pornhub, but I don't have sharks or people. Okay, okay. you're actually Sorry. bringing up a point
0: that I want to get to. It's okay. been on my mind. Okay, What's so the there's a bunch of different like porn websites, right? Okay. So me personally, uh huh, I th- go to pornhd.com. Okay, because why get low quality like shit? You know, pixeled videos.
1: There's some good quality on Pornhub. You just ha- yes, have to click around. But
0: when I go to the opening page of Pornhub, it is very violent and disgusting.
1: Okay, but but like, not but just like, you the gotta, ads. Like, I'm very specific about my stuff. Like, I don't. I I'll scroll to the home homepage a little bit just out of curiosity. Right, but, but like, you go I to don't, your categories. I don't usually like. I have my categories like. I don't know. I don't really mess with the homepage. A My lot. thing is that I think I'm there's at, some weird shit on the home. It's usually like stepdaughter. I like, know what's up with the step- family incest, and I'm like, no. I was click telling out. you guys nope, the bye. other day when I was uh, mm-hmm. at the nope.
0: Continental room with you mm-hmm. that there was a video, and this guy straight up punches his chick in the face, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and th- it's a That's home terrible. movie, and they like put it up there, and no. it, they were like, this is okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was she looked into it but like punching in the face while somebody's riding you? i mean that's a little much for me
1: it c- okay this like, is i'm i'm saying I'm, i think I i'm out of touch i don't want to like kink shame but also i don't want to like that's promote abuse. violence
0: that there's something weird psychologically yeah, going on
1: yeah like i don't know like i don't like maybe like a little slappy poo yeah for if, sure if like if it's consensual but punching though i'm not into punching no no i wouldn't want to get p- i'd cry i remember the I'd first so time cried. a girl
0: slapped my butt during sex <laughs> and i was like that's not for me <laughs> like, <laughs> what i mean i didn't stop or anything but i was yeah. just like what all right <laughs> okay that's go off. just don't go any further <laughs> not really into that my point is i'm out of i i feel like you know PornHD.com, okay. like there's different porn sites. Okay. And that's more like, they still have some of the step siblings type stuff on there. Yeah. But it's it's more like, it's less violent. Okay. They're, it's less like, guy fucks up chick. Mm-hmm. Like you know, t- even title wise. Mm-hmm. But then you go to Pornhub, and yeah. I feel like I'm out of touch. Is this what the kids are into?
1: There's some yeah. There's some crazy. There's some young there.
0: kids doing some crazy shit these days. Oh yeah. I feel like an old man that's saying like, man, I just can't fuck like I used to.
1: Yeah, I mean, me personally, I'm a hentai girl. I love that anime shit. Like, I'm all about that. But there's some crazy hentai, like, like it'll well, be like you can illustrate whatever you want. Nope, exactly. But like, there'll be like the subtitles, like the subbed ones, and then it'll they'll like be doing it, and then it's like, I love you, sister, and I'm like, click out, bye. Nope, Mm-mm. nope, bye. And then like, yeah. So yeah, I guess so you're not. This is
0: the thing that's upsetting to me. Sorry, mom. There's, we'll get off the subject in a second, (laughs) but there's legitimately so many step sibling videos and fucking my stepdad videos Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. There's so many of them Mm -hmm. that it makes me believe that the demand for them must be really high. high. Yeah. Do you think
1: people are fucked up?
0: Well, here's the thing. I clicked on one because I was just in disbelief.
1: I clicked too. Yeah.
0: And I was like, well, also, I mean, if they're hot, Mm -hmm. it's like I can kind of ignore the storyline. Yeah. But.
1: Just turn the volume down.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Then it's just regular (laughs) porn. Don't listen to what they're saying.
1: I usually do the volume down.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, the volume's weak. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but so <laughs> do you think that there's a high demand because it's super taboo mm-hmm. and people like things that are forbidden or do you think that people actually fetishize their siblings and stepdads?
1: I hope it's not the latter. I hope it's that it's taboo, but there's weirdos. I don't know. I can't really speak for everyone. I hope it's the latter. I hope it's the latter. But- it may be a mix of both which is
0: concerning it's probably a mix of both yeah you have any hot cousins
1: my cousin Janine is so hot but she's married to a marine but she's awesome <laughs> she's like one of my best friends but she's gorgeous yeah yeah I love her congrats to her shout out Janine she lives in Tennessee now shout
0: out that marine you know what I'm saying
1: oh yeah Brian he's sick yeah he's he's sick
0: cool. he's a good guy
1: oh yeah I want to mess with him he's nice but he's not can. gonna mess with them. No, I do not say you I didn't say
0: <laughs> you Oh my god. <laughs> so, look, you like. I feel like we've been tiptoeing around this subject this whole time. A lot of what we've been talking about is based on gender roles. Mm-hmm. And w- at what period in you making music did you feel? Either objectified or accepted only because you were a woman.
1: Um, right from the beginning, really, there, there's always been like a separation of me being a female. Definitely in the rock industry, it's very male fronted. Like a lot of like male fronted bands, and obviously there are like awesome like female fronted and all girl yeah, bands. Yeah, one of too. my
0: favorite bands sunflower bean yeah sunflower fronted.
1: bean like moon I mean, fuzz is a Regret. So moon like fuzz or yeah. moon fluzz. oh moon, my god moon fuzz, moon fuzz yeah Moonfuzz yeah. yeah. moon fuzz is awesome i view. i know so many like awesome like female fronted bands but Definitely, there is a stigma of being a female in a band. I've been sexually harassed at many shows. I can't even tell you. I don't how, doubt it. How many times like bouncers have been creepy to me? Or bouncers, like, really? Ba- you- I played the Observatory. I think it was Burgerama or like one of those Burger Fests, like four years ago or something. Mm-hmm. And I was playing, and as I was, I was on, sta- on stage performing. One of the sound people that worked at the the venue was like, take it off, take it off, like, show us your boobs, like, literally while I was performing. Yeah. And he worked there. Yeah. And then, like, the guy, like, one of the employees heard him, and apparently he got fired that night, so
0: later definitely as an employee that's super fucking unprofessional he was also it's throwing so
1: water bottles at me full water bottles oh super was, creep so trying to
0: give you the wet t-shirt kind of thing
1: no no like a full like oh he was just throwing bottle. it capped like, like <laughs> chucking a bottle at, like chucking bottles at me it's while yelling funny, but creepy shit oh, it yeah, was weird it was weird as hell shot sick it was weird oh, you
0: yeah that's that's no good
1: i don't know yeah so many like weird things <sighs> have definitely happened and like i've even been like like i used to n- like now i have an all-girl band which is awesome but like when i did have boys in the band they would think i was just like a girlfriend or something and they're like oh Gee- where's your band and i'm like i'm the band hello oh really oh yeah. so the
0: fans would kind of think that no you're... like
1: like venue people and stuff like that and like they don't take you as seriously because you're women and, oh got it and that's dumb like you know like What the hell? Like, just because we have boobs or whatever, like, doesn't mean we can't rock out. And, like, obviously, like, boobs don't define, like, your gender, but, like, you shouldn't, like, what the hell? Nah. It happens, but it's unfortunate. But it does happen. It's real. Sexism is freaking real.
0: Of course. Yeah. Of course. And I think it's something that's taught, it's something that you're brought up into.
1: Very ingrained in society. Like, in society. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When I, you know, I've done wrong things in my past, and I've for sure been an asshole. And I've learned my lesson not because, you know, I've never been in trouble for doing anything fucking weird. Mm -hmm. I've never been weird to women. But, you know, as a kid growing up, you do things and then later go, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But I had the advantage of being raised by my mom. And so I, you know, from my perspective, it was a lot different than like my friends that were raised by their dads mm-hmm. and my friends who were raised by their dads, some of them beat their moms and there's like Ooh. other really weird things and I'm not making any excuses for it. I'm just saying these, I think, are some of the things that lead to that. Yeah. And I was listening to all male bands until I was like 14. And until Sonic Youth, Mm-hmm, I had no Kim. idea, yeah, like girls were in bands. Mm-hmm. And not because I was only searching for male bands, but I just didn't know. Yeah. And then in a way, it opened me up to a whole different side of music because having the female perspective in music gives you a whole different song, a totally, whole different yeah. feeling, yeah. a whole different per- perspective that I'm not used to. Mm-hmm. And it's always been valued to me. And I think a lot of people do feel that way. But being in a venue with people drinking and people partying and just a mix of people, that riot mentality I think comes out and weird shit starts to happen. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand why people think it's okay to shout obscenities and to objectify, especially in public. Absolutely. When it happens in public, I'm like... Sit down. Like, how do you think this is okay? Yeah. Yeah. So what was your first reaction to that kind of abuse? And how do you deal with it now?
1: Um, like when, when that stuff was first happening to me, I would just kind of like shrug it off and be like, oh, whatever. Like, But as it started to continuously happen, I realized that I know I'm not the only one that this is happening to. So um, there was a really cool... Oh, this band bleached you know bleached yeah yeah. they had a zine oh my god i can't i think it was called can you deal and um i they had a whole bunch of different people submit i think kathleen Hanna submitted and bleached obviously wrote some stuff and then i submitted a poem um that was about gender misrepresentation within the rock music community mm-hmm. and how just because you are one certain gender identifies one certain gender shouldn't mean that you are looked at differently as a musician like i i rock just as hard as anyone that ha- that is this or that you know sure and for people to make these assumptions just because of h- who you are is very wrong and like sad right and it's very it's very apparent it's true and especially i feel like in the mainstream industry there aren't a ton of women and like female-fronted bands specifically in rock music like there's a lot of pop music artists obviously that are women that are killing it but i feel like in the rock music there aren't a ton that come to my head that are like current and like mainstream right now and like there should be right and like there's so many freaking awesome female fronted bands and all-girl bands that exist right now but like they need that representation
0: and i like what you said i agree and i I like what you said about you know you rock just as hard as anybody else yeah and the way i've always felt about it is that everyone rocks out differently Mm -hmm. like if we're going to talk about music you rock out in your own specific way. Sunflower bean rocks out in their own way. Cherry glazer rocks out in their own way. Moon fuzz rocks out in their mm-hmm. own way. Nirvana rocked out in their own way. Mm-hmm. And you can all rock out differently, but all rock super fucking hard. Yeah. And we don't need to specify, like, this is the one way that you need to rock. Mm-hmm. And I think it makes sense, you know, at first, because men have always been more aggressive classically and so for rock and roll it kind of made sense it was like fuck you i'm aggressive here i am
1: mm-hmm. i'm aggressive as hell though exactly but like, i love to bleed and i love to <laughs> freaking crawl on the g- ground and get dirty like i'm all and about we love that. to see it i'm all about that and but I that's th- considered masculine like it's getting considered dirty human yeah but it should be
0: it, it should, should be, be. yeah
1: but, like, that energy is very stigmatized, I feel like, especially. And, like, you know I want to try to break it.
0: Think about, I mean, a lot of people are out there trying. I think it's on the way. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. But think about all the, like, the heavy fucking rockers that bled. Mm-hmm. Um, Sid Vicious, uh, Iggy Pop. Yeah. Guess what?
1: Chicken Butt.
0: Chicken Butt. Also, <laughs> <laughs> those guys were very feminine yeah in a way, and they they liked the feminine side of it, mm-hmm. and they celebrated the feminine side of humanity in mm-hmm. what they were doing, yeah, so why can't women rock out with the masculine side as well? It's I mean, they peanut. are it's nobody peanuts.
1: nobody's peanuts it's peanuts what do you what I'm allergic mean? to peanuts, so I hate peanuts. Yeah. it's peanuts that that women can't uh, be doing that Boo hoo. Like, but, but I am and I know a lot of girls are,
0: yeah. And this is what I'm saying like nobody's telling people they can't anymore. Yeah. We live in a really good time. Mm-hmm. Nobody's saying don't do it. Yeah. But they're saying do it and they also want you to be hot.
1: Yeah. Mhm.
0: That's their only like qualification. Okay, go ahead, rock out, but be hot.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's like yes and no. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. Like I I personally like I don't know what the fuck. T
0: this tea is hot this tea is hot you got something you're about to drop on us
1: um yeah what the fuck i don't know i just i just love music and it shouldn't matter what gender you are do you you almost get
0: tired of talking about the fact that you're a girl
1: 1000 percent. like literally like i hate the term girl band so much because no one is like boy band unless it's like a pop band (laughs) you know what i mean they're like what's it like being a girl in a band I'm like, what's it like being a guy in a band? You know, I actually, no one heard, asked that ever.
0: Yeah, I actually um heard many different arguments from girls that are in bands, mm-hmm. not girl bands, mm-hmm. and you know they say all these shows that people throw where it's like girl only bands and this is a girl only yeah. festival. They're like, I get what they're doing, but at the same time no let's play the same shows as the guys
1: i agree if we're
0: just as good let's play those fucking shows make an all don't female... separate don't yeah, s- why like, are we segregating ourselves
1: like there's nothing wrong with making an all-female band lineup but you don't need to call it all girl bands exactly show. Like, that's what they were saying just
0: normalize it they're deciding to segregate or segregate and um yeah. deciding to segregate
1: just normalize it you yeah, know just, like it's a it's bands. this is just a show it's music yeah you know it's not like this person is playing and these kind of people like just it's music it's not that deep we don't need to make, make it that deep so it annoys me i feel like people like
0: to lead a movement and so they're like you know, I'm I'm doing good for everyone and I'm putting all these girl bands together. Mm-hmm. And I understand it. But at the same time, if those girl bands, I'm using that in quotes because yeah. they're, yeah. they're just a band. If they're good, they should play with good bands. Absolutely. No matter what gender. Yes. And I think, uh, I hope we're moving towards that.
1: Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with like giving more females platforms because I do feel like, women do need more platform in like the rock industry especially however it shouldn't be stigmatized as something that is female rock it should just be like they rock they rock yeah like rock rock and roll not like right. girl rock and roll or boys rock and roll like it's just rock and roll you know and i and i've learned because like a few i think it was 2016 or 2015 i released a song called girl riot and that song was about, like, empowering women. And the song, the message behind the song is, like, very, like, positive and powerful. However, not everyone is female. Not everyone identifies as female. And, like, they should still be empowered. Like, no matter what you are, no matter who you are, what you represent, and what you call yourself, you should still be equal, you know. And I would throw festivals, like, back in the day, I would do Girl Power Fest. Sure. And now well, I would. There's do, nothing wrong with yeah, doing that. But like now, what I would do, I wouldn't. I would throw a fest, but I wouldn't call it Girl Power Fest. I right. can do all female light ball. Call it something else. It doesn't need to be stigmatized as girl. This. It's just. Right. It's just music. Oh, you're
0: gonna go to that girl show? Oh, yeah. You're I'm gonna, gonna go, go to that. see those
1: girls playing? Yeah, those
0: stage. girls couldn't get on a regular festival, so we no, had, had to, to get go to on the girl a show. Girl show. Well, this is my point. Like yeah. that. It. It. They're. It's just in the name.
1: Yeah, totally. It's just it's just, just, in the it's just name. words.
0: But people do look at it like, oh, I'm not gonna go to Girl Power. That's not for me. Mm-hmm. But then you want th- those fans too, the Absolutely. ones that are like, I'm not a girl, but I also love the music. Absolutely. And there are some people, unfortunately, that aren't gonna go because it's called Girl Power. Yeah, yeah, I would feel out of place. Yeah, it's the same reason why I don't go to, um, Pride. Okay. Like. Yeah. you know, know, I was living for a long time with this lesbian couple Mm -hmm. and they were my best friends. Mm -hmm. They really were. And they never asked me to come. And so I didn't want to insert myself. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that I didn't respect it. It's that I didn't want to make it about me supporting them. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to just be their thing. Yeah. And I felt the same way with girl shows. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, you know, there's there's a, yeah. a lot of promoters doing that. Yeah. And I I still go because I have friends in those bands. Mm. But at the same time, I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't go because they feel like this isn't for me yeah i shouldn't this is for them it's not for me
1: yeah like i want to create environments that are all-inclusive for everybody to go like i want my concerts to be a safe space that anyone can feel like they can go no matter who you are what you do anything like well don't be shit we don't want dicks (laughs) i mean no assholes. no assholes no terrible people but like good freaking people just want to have fun you know like I'm I'm all about providing a fun and safe environment for anyone that wants to be there. And then like touching on pride like pride festival and stuff like that. Like I'm openly pansexual. So um like it's I feel like it's definitely important to have straight allies but like if you don't feel comfortable like going somewhere like you don't need to do that. Like but like it's definitely important to like have like those allies and yes. stuff like that. Well that's yeah. all
0: that's all I mean is that I feel like some st- some I have to clarify mm-hmm. some straight allies yeah. make going to Pride Fest and supporting those things more about the fact that they're doing a good thing
1: than like supporting. Than people. supporting. Yeah. Like they try to make it about themselves. Yeah. Is what you're saying. And so
0: it has, it has like, you know, and it's a fine line. Mm-hmm. And so if one of my friends asked me to go, full support.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, even if somebody alluded to having me go support, mm-hmm. I would. Mm-hmm. But. Hell yeah. I I guess the overall point with the girl fests, in Mm -hmm. quotes, and the pride, any kind of oppressed group,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you should always be supportive, but make sure that the support is focused in the direction of progress, which is equality. Absolutely. And if you're doing
1: intersectionality, that,
0: yeah, yeah, and just then you're good. Yeah, Don't yeah. overanalyze it. Mm-hmm. Is it for the greater good? Yeah, mm-hmm. keep yeah. it that way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> do good things. Do
0: good things. Yeah. So we're at the end here. Oh, oh,
1: is it time already? That was yeah, that fast.
0: Fifty-three minutes. Damn, we did that. We Whoa. did that. We went into some good subjects yeah. too. We
1: went in. We went in. <laughs>
0: so. I'm gonna ask you two questions. What's the T? It's the same two questions that I ask everybody. Okay. The first question is give me one band, artist, or musician that you hate. Hate? Yep, that's the first question. Hate and oh. I'll And I'll I'll give one too. And i I always try to give one that I haven't you go given first. in the past. You go first. I okay, hold on. Okay, one that I haven't given in the past. I'm gonna really make some people mad here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't like AFI, and I never <laughs> liked them. I never liked them.
1: But Miss Murder, no, and I the know bunnies. No, <laughs> the I'm music sorry.
0: Video. I couldn't do it.
1: <laughs> Let's see. I only like like two songs by them.
0: I really tried. <laughs> I really tried, and I, I decided no.
1: Good night. Bye. <laughs>
0: beauty just said she doesn't like sonic youth everyone of gordon. her followers that likes sonic youth unfollow her <laughs> right now block her spam her on twitter she is not supportive of a female <laughs> in a band
1: kim gordon is my girlfriend just kidding i love kim Gordon. i'm
0: reading so her book right now
1: oh yeah oh,
0: girl oh, in a band
1: i have that book
0: yeah i just started it
1: yes Oh, it's so sorry. I'm like, it's she's so really good. the first like
0: <laughs> chapter is just about how Thurston Moore's a dick. Yeah, I know. about no, Thurston Yeah. <laughs> there's the T. Yeah, I mean, man. yeah, he cheated on some younger, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Change the subject.
1: Okay, okay. What's my what's a band I hate? Oh, god. Uh, I nick I mean, obviously, I hate Nickelback.
0: They're yeah, kind of come on. I you can, I mean, you can't like, think of cliche okay. ones.
1: Okay, no Avril, Avril Levine. No Died in two thousand and seven or whatever, and was replaced by Melissa Mandela, not me, but a different Melissa mm. and came out with the Hello Kitty and like that other weird song. And I grew up on Avril Lavigne. like my third grade talent show I did complicated. and like, Where I you went to hot make things so complicated. See the way I acted like somebody
0: else. <laughs> <laughs> This is great. No, nah, I went we're to to keep that.
1: No, nah, I went to Hot Topic and like I bought the dog collar and like the Shit, puffy arm dude. things because I I lo- and she she's the reason I bought a, a skateboard in third grade and I would skateboard on my front lawn because I yeah. know it actually skateboard. I on.
0: was hanging out at the mall, the mm-hmm. skate park, and my dad was a dick. <laughs>
1: That's pretty close. Uh, Yeah. I mean,
0: everybody's dad's a dick when they're that age.
1: (laughs) But, yeah. Are you
0: you saying you hate Avril Lavigne?
1: No. I'm saying that that Nickelback ruined Avril Lavigne.
0: Oh, yeah. Once you sleep with that guy, your life's just down the chitter. Is she still with him? Who knows? Is she still with him? It doesn't matter if she's still with him. She fucked him at least once. I like. Him. And that's I liked the her lowest with, point. with
1: Derek Willoughby or Wallaby from Some Forty One. They were cute. cute oh, I remember, Canadian couple, I remember that. I remember the early two thousands yeah. punk punk rock couple. Yeah, I they remember. that. They were cute. That. I shipped them. Avril Lavigne and Derek Willoughby from Some Forty One. They're right, Canadians. All right, but we
0: got we got to bring it back. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. right. Which back. band? No. no, you can't do that. You can't no, do a I can't cliche say one. The way. No. No. You can't say Hoobastank. You can't say. Creed. You too.
1: You too. I hate you too. I hate. I hate, I'm, Bono. With I hate I'm with you there. I hate Bono. I'm with you there. I hate, hate Bono. The only thing th- that pound Bono it, did that was it. good was, was shut up. Was Across the Universe. I liked him in Across the Universe, kind of. That's true. But I always would fast forward when he would sing. Was it Strawberry Hills? No. Remember, I am the Eggman. Egg Eggman. I skipped that I scene. Am the I hated it. When they were when they <laughs> drink <you>? the punch <laughs> at the like the and thing the and then they go on the bus or the yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated that scene. Yeah. But like it's the only thing that didn't make me like despise him, but like I just never He's a douche. To YouTube. He's a douche. Yeah. I don't think they're mm, like they're talented, you know? Like I give them that. They're richer than me, so they I play give them music. that. They play I respect music. them. Yeah. But like I just I'm not into it. I don't really It's hate, dad rock. I don't really like hate and you have to have to care to hate something i don't care enough to hate but But, i just like okay let me ask you this
0: anytime bono is brought up
1: i get quiet yeah okay i'm like so that's crickets silent hate
0: okay so you silent hate yeah so the last question okay the question i ask everyone okay give us one band artist or musician that everyone should be listening to.
1: The Aqua Dolls and Melissa Browns. You can't say that. You can't say your own name. uh, There's a funny thing that's
0: going to happen later that you'll see.
1: Triathlon. (laughs) Triathlon. Triathlon. Nice. They're my favorite band. They're from New York. The singer, he sings like a sexy, like like, mm, like mm, oh my god like i listen to their music all the time they're like my top played spotify artists for like two years in a row i listen all the time triathlon so triathlon's so good like they make baby making music that dm oh i've dm'd them so many times because i tag them in my stories a lot because i'm always like listening to them so i always tag them and they'll send me like the little instagram art <laughs> and i'm like please love me take me on tour. <laughs> i love you
0: let's set this thing up boys
1: (laughs) no i love they're so good let's do it they're like they're so fucking good i listen i listen when i wake up i listen to fall asleep every morning i wake up mm -hmm, put put on that triathlon (laughs) i say a little prayer for (laughs) travel
0: all right the band artist or musician that i think everybody should be listening to is the aqua dolls oh
2: yeah bye bye,
1: bye. <laughs> right. thank you for coming on the podcast my hands are sweaty and we shook hands but thank you
0: All right, you beautiful pieces of shit. That just about does it for this episode of the Psychic Wave Podcast. Huge thanks to Melissa of the Aqua Dolls for coming on and uh, giving us the tea, as she likes to say. Was there any tea spilled? I think so. I see some tea rings on my desk here the next morning. Some tea was definitely spilled. All right, so I said uh, if you listened to the whole podcast that at the very end I had a little treat for you. I hope you enjoy it. This is a song that I wrote and recorded in two days over the weekend. I needed a, a little project to do, you know, and I thought it's been a while since I put out a song, so why not just start one and finish one and put one out and not focus so much on being perfect, just do something that's fun because I think that's, The main reason why we all start writing music and playing music. And um, you don't want to get caught up in taking things too seriously. Always have fun with it. So that's what I did on this one. I hope you enjoy it. The song is called Spider Junkie.